Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason. This is episode 339, also known as episode 27 of season 7 of the show. Because that's how I guess we're, we're doing these things now. Welcome to it. How you doing? Are you staying out of the heat? Let me tell you, your old pal Jason and the heat, we don't, we don't see eye to eye on many things. The sun, as I've mentioned before, is a powerful adversary. And... Today, it won. Didn't won in the way you think, but it won. Uh, only worked half a day today. So, like, sure, I stayed inside, but I also got a nap, and there was air conditioning, and it was wonderful. Today on the show, we're not going to talk about my lovely adventures in work time. You know, all that fun cemetery stuff. We are going to talk about some games, like Bleed 2. Bio Miracle Baby Oopa once again. We're going to read some news and I'm going to take a moment here to tell you about a little idea I had. Um, you guys know you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash electric left. Well, I got thinking. Let's, let's set up a thing. So here's the thing we've set up. When we hit uh, a total of $100 donated via buy me a coffee uh we'll do a live show we will do a live podcast over on twitch um it's something i've kind of thought about doing for a little while there's a little bit of equipment i would need to pick up and that hundred bucks would cover it so we'll give it a try we'll see how it goes if you want to get involved on that just visit buymeacoffee.com slash electric left and uh yeah it's a good way to start Speaking of a good way to start, let's go listen to some music.
Bleed 2 is a relentless arcade action game featuring air dodging, bullet reflecting, and tons of bosses. Now with randomly generated levels and daily challenges due. That's not a great back of the box for Bleed 2, which is an action game for Windows developed by Boot Disk Revolution, published by, oh boy, Digerati Distribution, and released in 2017. This is a sequel to a game called Bleed, which I never played. I picked up Bleed 2, I think it was in one of the Humble Bundles, and um, just kind of played it on a whim, and it's a heck of a lot of fun, man. It's very fun, got some very good... Uh, Graphics, very good music. Story's pretty, you know, basic, arcade-ish, save the world kind of thing. With some interesting gameplay. Uh, not something I'm used to doing, but kind of fun. Um, the uh, creators of the game saw my Let's Play of it and commented on it, which was kind of cool. Uh, the, one, the one sticky point I have with Bleed 2. The music is very, very good but it suffers from brick syndrome. And what I mean by that is there's, everything is the same volume all the way across. You heard it in the uh, bleed harder theme just a little while ago. I call it brick syndrome because when you put the waveform in or you put the song into something that's gonna give you a waveform as a, as a visual, it's just a brick. You know, there's no peaks, there's no valleys. Um, like when I talk. Sometimes it's loud, sometimes it's quiet. The compressor does help with that a little bit. Hi, compressor. I love you. But still, not everything is the same volume all the way across. That's what happens with some of the music in Bleed 2. Think, if you're a fan of these guys, think Metallica's Saint Anger album. Because that whole thing is just a brick all the way through. Makes it a little tired to listen to, which is a shame because the music's really good. Anyway, one episode, I uh, couldn't tell you how long it is because that link doesn't work anymore, but uh, it's not terribly long, I think 45 minutes-ish. Well worth a playthrough though, totally recommend finding this game.
We had a kind of disappointing back-of-the-box for Bleed 2. We're going to have kind of a disappointing review because there's only one. But uh, Bazenia79 said in 2008 of Biomerical Bouquet Upa that it's a solid platformer. Let's see why. This is a, a longer review than we usually get into, but it's the only one. It should be fine. On the surface, Biomerical Bouquet Upa may not seem like a game worth more than a passing glance. After all, it's about a baby, yep, an infant, who works his way through colorful world oversized candy toys and kindergarten supplies, battling an endless onslaught of enemies with a rattle as his only weapon. I think there were words missing in that sentence. Sounds a bit lame, doesn't it? Well, maybe. But the fact is that Biomerical Bouquet Upa, Upa is actually a remarkably satisfying and worthwhile game. Let's break it down. I went, I went totally like Norse for a second there. Biomerical Upe. Uh, story, 5 out of 10. Well, there's not much to the story here, really. Parenthesis. Of course, quote, given, uh, comma, of course, comma, given the nature of the game, comma, and the era in which it was released, comma, story isn't exactly of utmost concern, M parenthesis, period. There was more inside the parentheses than out in that sentence. In a nutshell, comma, though, we play as Prince Upa, comma, of the Ayo King Don. He's charged with the task of saving his world from the evil advances of the demon Zai. Beyond the basic information, however, we're told practically nothing else. Additionally, Bio Miracle Bouquet Upa features no plot development of any kind. No cutscenes, no narration, no dialogue or additional characters, etc. Once you start the game, it's straight action from that point forward. While a degree of story might have enhanced the experience a little, that's not really the, a reasonable thing to expect out of a cutesy platformer released in 1988. Plus, given the fact that this is a Japanese import title, it may be for the better that there is no plot development, if other important titles available on the Wii's Virtual Console are any indication, like, say, Doremi Fantasy. The inclusion of any cutscenes here would have uh, been left untranslated anyway. Bottom line is you're an infant prince who has to stop evil. Good enough. I didn't know there was an in-game story, but I guess if you let the title screen sit for a minute when you play it through, uh, you get a little bit of story, but um, I didn't do that because I wasn't expecting it. So I didn't, you know, we're a baby. What are we doing? Why are we doing it? Who knows? Graphics, 7 out of 10. For the time and the system they gave us, Biomiracle Bouquet Upa. I want to mention every time he says that, or or um, Bazenia says that in the review, it's italicized. Uh, but for the time, blah blah blah, the graphics here aren't really bad. Colors are vibrant, and the sprites are clearly defined with nice, fluid movements. I did find the game a little lacking in terms of the enemy and environment variety, though. You'll see the same sorts of creatures over and over again, and their designs could have been more creative. Considering the fantastical nature of the title itself, some more inspired enemy designs would have been appreciated. Instead, what we get are eggplant wizard-looking floaty things and giant pigs that mimic Birdo from Super Mario 2. All in all, however, the visuals in Biomerical Bouquet Upa are just fine. Because that is italicized, I want you to know I lean slightly every time I read that. Sound, 6 out of 10. The music of Biomerical Bouquet Upa is well suited for the nature of the game, and occasionally catchy. However, it's also highly repetitive and can start to grate a little after extended periods of play. The sound effects are simple and cutesy, me like the rattle sound, it says in parentheses. Generally, a little more effort could have gone into the audio of this game, but like everything else about it, it's good enough. Um, I want to mention that when you guys listen to the show and you hear the soundtracks, 
normally the clips I end up pulling off of the uh, off of the games because I do a lot of these on my own are like three, four, sometimes five minutes. And I'm not gonna make you guys listen to five minutes of this. So you get like a minute and a half-ish, which I think is fair. It's just enough that you get the flavor, but not so much that you wanna come back. You know what I mean? To some of the games, anyway. Uh, gameplay, seven out of 10. Okay, so Biomiracle Vuket Upa is an up-down, left-right side-scrolling action platformer. It plays kind of similar to Chippendale's Rescue Rangers for those of us who remember that Capcom gem from back in the day. Again, there's more inside the parentheses, parentheses excuse me, than outside in some of these sentences. That's an issue. Also, every paragraph has parentheses in it. Uh, fairly standard for its era, although the game does offer a greater level of depth than many others of its genre, thanks to the clever ways in which we can interact with the enemies we defeat. See, when Prince Upa hits a foe with his rattle, the creature will be temporarily stunned and start to float away. For a few moments while this is happening, we're able to use the immobilized enemy as a platform, which is often essential to progressing. You can also use stunned enemies as weapons to be launched at others, lending a degree of variety to the combat aspect of the game. Bio Miracle Bouquet Upa is divided into seven or so main worlds. Each, see, seven or so. How many? Each further divided into three or four levels. How many? At the end of which is always a boss. Although this is a very simple pattern, it can, and does, offer some real challenge in later levels, once it starts throwing more enemies at you and the platforming hazards increase. You find yourself using a fair number of the thankfully infinite continues later on, and the possibility of frustration does set in once you've grown tired of having to replay the entire level each time you lose a life. Still, if you keep trying, you'll make it through, and even start to enjoy the trial and error grind. Controls are mostly responsive and comfortable, although the prince does have the annoying habit of sliding just a few more steps than we'd like him to, and the game seems to work just fine with any of the controller options allowed by the virtual console. Overall, 7 out of 10, all in all, Bio Miracle Bouquet Upa is a well-made, fairly innovative platformer that offers a satisfying amount of action and enough variety to stay entertaining with a respectable length playthrough. Not quite as lightweight as it may first appear, this unusual import title could well be worth the Wii points, time, and memory blocks, whether it's for the curious or fans of its genre. Give it a chance. Gave it a 7. Um... I don't remember much about this. I remember, uh, eh, I, I think seven, I think seven's generous. I think I would give it a six because I don't, I think it got boring when I played it because it was so samey. Um, like, like there's no story to mention of and what is there is not great. Uh, graphics are fine. Sound effects are fine. Gameplay was fine. Everything was fine, except it did get repetitive, which leads me to want to say it's probably worth a six. It's not terrible, though. And I would say if you, you know, you had the Wii points, you could do it, but you can't do that anymore, so. Maybe find it on the, the Switch store or something. You could you could maybe get it. I don't, I don't know. I tell you this, though. Um... Upa. Upa has a friend named Rupa, and they show up in a lot of the Parodius games, which are more fun than this game. So, 
if you, if you really want to play as a baby, you could be a baby flying in space shooting penguins if you want to play some Parodius. Let's get us some news, folks, but before we do that, I want you to take a moment, join me in a uh, carbonated beverage. This one's even adult style. Here we go. There we go. 
Our lead story this week, the aristocrats. Biff, schedule my Botox injection. The drive to the Hampton Hamptons is too much to bear. That was a quote. According to Insider, New Yorkers who battle weekend traffic to their Long Island enclaves are rushing to urologists for a cure for Hampton's bladder, prostate artery embolization for men, which reduces the size of the prostate, and, quote, bladder Botox, which decreases urinary frequency for women. Quote, they come out to the Hamptons and have to stop four or five times on the way but can't find a restroom, said Dr. David Schusterman, a big Apple urologist. When they're in a car with a bunch of people, they're embarrassed because they have to go to the bathroom every hour. I've lost three friends because I'm the driver and refuse to stop for them. One happy customer said he's like a kid after the procedure. There's no dread now. What procedure? That was a stupid story. Because it didn't explain anything. Just people have to pee a lot. But they don't want to because they're embarrassed. So, is uh, like if you get Botox, you just have to go less? Is that what I'm supposed to glean from that? Huh? News of the weird? Here's a bright idea. During the flight from Detroit to Denver on June 25th, an unidentified passenger was reprimanded by a flight attendant and other passengers after he airdropped a sexually explicit photo of himself to all the other passengers. The New York, the New York Post reported, excuse me, one passenger at Daddy Strange 333 posted a video to TikTok documenting the incident. In the video, the flight attendant asks the man, why are you doing that? Just having a little fun, he replies. His fun came to an abrupt end when the flight landed and FBI agents escorted him off the plane. A Southwest Airlines spokesperson confirmed that the unfortunate incident occurred and that the airline maintains zero tolerance for this obscene and unacceptable behavior. What is an airdrop? I don't know what that is. I'm old and I don't believe in this sorcery that is airplanes. Someone's sleeping on the couch. Colombian cyclist Luis Carlos Chia won a stage of the Vuelta, Vuelta? I'm going to go Vuelta, a Colombia race on June 5th and threw his arms out wide to celebrate after crossing the finish line, Canadian Cycling reported. But he was immediately forced to grab the handlebars again in an attempt to avoid hitting a group of photographers, among whom was his wife, Claudia Roncancio. Chia struck his wife with his bike, knocking her to the ground where she lay unconscious as medical staff attended to her. I don't understand why she didn't get out of the way, Chia said after the accident. Ron Concio needed four stitches and was kept under observation in a local hospital, but she is reportedly recovering. You know, you got in front of him. That's, that's on you. News that sounds like a joke. Feel like you're forgetting something? That must have been how tennis pro Hugo Humbert of France felt when he turned up at number two court in Wimbledon on June 29th without a key piece of equipment for his match against Norway's Casper Rudd. What do you think he forgot? Is a tennis player. He probably is. Yeah, it was his rackets. Reuters reported that Humbert, 24, had to tell the umpire, I don't have any rackets. Sorry for that. Fortunately for him, someone turned up with three rackets in just a few minutes, and after losing his first set, Humbert won the match. Here's a compelling explanation. When Thon Ha, 54, allegedly set fire to his boss's house in early May, he had a perfectly understandable reason. 
Spirits told him to do it, he told deputies. Speaking of spirits. As that was according to WFLA-TV, Woofla. Uh, ha was arrested on June 29th in Pinellas County, Florida, on second-degree arson charges. Authorities say surveillance cameras caught him riding a bike to his boss's new St. Petersburg home, securing his bike to a nearby stop sign, and approaching the home on foot while trying to cover his face with his shirt. Five minutes later, he can be seen running back to his bike and riding away. He also told deputies he was not upset with his presumably former employer. Uh, that's, that's some great stories. This news is kind of boring. People with issues. One fire erupted on June 26th at the Church of St. Basil. Uh, St. Basil the Great, even. Not the regular kind. In Pargolovo, Russia, parishioners first assumed it was faulty wiring that had sparked the blaze. Oddity Central reported damage to the outside was considerable, and some thought it was a divine message that they should build a bigger, more beautiful church. Yeah, that's what it is. As it turns out, however, neither of those explanations was valid. Instead, a 36-year-old local man who was tired of his wife donating, donating excuse me, all their money of, to the church allegedly splashed the walls of the church with gasoline and, checking to make sure no one was inside, lit the match. He worked 24-7. They have four children, and his wife works at the church. Everything he earned, she brought to the temple, a Russian newspaper reported. Because of this, they had a conflict. You don't say. The man admitted his guilt, but was allowed to await sentencing at home. This, you know, it's like, tornadoes, that's because we have gay marriage. Hurricanes, that's because, uh, you know, insert thing, right? Church burned down? Well, it's because God wants us to have a better one. There's no, there's no solid ground with any of this. No, none. Just, just go away. Cut the cheese pun. The Bridge Bakehouse in Derbyshire, England, received an anonymous letter from, quote, a disgruntled member of the local community. Uh, the owners believe about a sandwich that's been on the menu since last September. The Jesus Christ. The sandwich, which features caramelized onion chutney, mature cheddar, and mozzarella, sounds delicious. It's got to have more on it than that. Uh, but the letter writer, who claimed to be associated with the advocacy group Christian Concern, disapproved. See, see, our clients do not wish to take this further, but they feel they will need to, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, if action is not taken. End quote. However, the Mirror reported, Christian Concern confirmed the letter did not come from them, and no other person or local church has admitted to writing it. On June 10th, someone defaced the bakery's outdoor menu, covering the sandwich name with white paint. On its Facebook page, the bakery posted, quote, to whoever has tried to cover up the Jesus Christ sandwich on our outdoor menu board with white plank, white paint, excuse me, can you please not? And if it wasn't done in the dead of night by someone dressed like the Mask of Zorro, we are going to be highly disappointed. <clears throat> but th there were more Christs than just Jesus, right? It was probably a fairly, I was like, you know, Adolf was a fairly common name at one point, and then one guy had to ruin it for everybody. Taika Waititi made an unfunny movie about it. The Tech Revolution. On the evening of June 28th, at the intersection of Go and Fulton Streets in San Francisco, more than half a dozen cruise robotaxis stopped operating as they should and stalled, blocking the intersection for several hours, TechCrunch reported. The cruise vehicles were launched just a week before in the city, operating between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m., quote, 
The first thing I say to my coworkers is that they're getting together to murder us, one online poster joked. They even made it so the street sweeper couldn't hit an entire block. The errant cars were retrieved with, guess what, the help of some humans. Yeah, they've decided, San Francisco has, uh, strike against San Francisco, that we're going to have robo-taxis operating at night. Now, these robo-taxis, much like um, the uh, self-driving thing Tesla uses, can't drive themselves. They have so many problems. There's so many problems. It's a terrible idea. You need to stop now. Irony. Ah, the thrill of the open road. The miles rolling by under your boots. The wind blowing through your mullet. Or not. According to News Center 1 TV, Rapid City, South Dakota Regional Airport has announced a partnership with the world's largest motorcycle rental company to offer bike rentals for the upcoming Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in August. Now you can fly in, don your leathers, and roar into Sturgis fresh as a daisy. Quote, we believe this added amenity will be convenient for guests, said Patrick Dave, airport executive director. This is not a new thing. This is not a new thing. This has been going on for decades. When, you know, um, how, what's the song? An insurance man biker. It's, it's, there's a line in a song. An insurance, a part-time pirate can't get much respect around here. So, no, this is a thing. People will put their bikes on a trailer, drive like 40 miles away from Sturgis, get off, like out of the car, onto the bike and ride in like they just, you know, traveled halfway across the country because it makes them feel like a badass. Sit your drunk ass down. Have it your way, the Concord Mall in Wilmington, Delaware is getting its 15 minutes of fame after a vendor there discovered a hidden treasure locked behind a wall. A fully intact Burger King from 2009, Newsweek reported. Thomas Dalk, general manager of the mall, uploaded a video tour of the restaurant, including finding a bag containing grossly well-preserved french fries, and current and former employees posted that the space has been used for storage and for running a hose through to water plants in the mall. One poster quipped, In Europe, they've been finding remnants, artifacts, and towns of the Roman Empire. Here, they find Burger Kings. How do you... How do you lose a restaurant? That's basically what happened. They discovered a fully intact Burger King behind a wall. None of that makes sense. The news this week is stupid. They're stupid news.
Ladies and gentlemen, that is gonna do it. Sorry, the news was kind of bad this, this week. I apologize. I didn't do it. I did my best to make weird thing happen. Uh, weird things happen, and it just didn't didn't pan out that way. Anyway, thank you for listening. Hope you had a good time with the show this week. We will be back next week over uh, all the podcast services of your choice. Um, Want to just you know remind y'all check out Jason's Groove Machine on YouTube and Twitch if you'd like to see some videos of the stuff we talked about, or join us Monday over on Twitch where we are still streaming um, Spirit Fair. We're going to keep doing that till we're done. I think we've probably got a couple more weeks to go. I don't know for sure. The pacing in the game is kind of weird. Anyway, it's fine. If you want to find me on Twitter, that is at JasonGRVIN, where I am constantly trying to get Kevin Sorbo to just get annoyed with me enough to block me. And so far it hasn't worked. He probably doesn't read his Twitter because he doesn't want to see what people say about him. That's my only guess. Right? Kev's? Sorbs. Yeah, I got you. I'm watching you. Not watching you act, that's for damn sure. God, it's terrible. Anyway, and if you'd like to support the show and help get us closer to that um, live broadcast, you can uh, hit me up on buymeacoffee.com slash electric left. And any donation of your uh, choosing will go towards the tally. You just got to hit 100 bucks, man. Then I'll get my thing and then we can do it. The logistics of that, that's going to be another thing. I'll have to get a little table. I'll have to go right about there. Well, I suppose that's fine. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. See you guys later. Have a good one.